The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Coming at you live from the Koppel Chevrolet GMC Studios. This is Old School. Brought to you by Sand Hills Global. Broadcasting veteran Derek Pearson. When you find something that moves, that, that makes them smile, celebrate it. That's your task. That's your superpower. Nebraska Football Hall of Famer Jay Foreman. Rifles a pass. It was tipped. It's picked off by Foreman. He's at the 15, 10, 5. He'll score! Yeah! On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back, Hour 2 of Old School 93.7, the ticket, the ticketfm.com. DP getting his chair dance on. Having some tight end discussions in the break. We're going to bring it to the air, just as we promised. 402-464-5685. Join the conversation. Give us your best tight ends. Give us reasons. Don't just throw a name well, out there. Be careful about the football tight ends. Football tight ends. Yeah, uh, you Okay, stop. Yeah, no, we, we, <laughs> know know <laughs> we know our listeners. We know our listeners. We give us your best. Listeners. Give us yeah. your best uh, football <laughs> tight ends from the NFL. 402-464-5685. Honda Lincoln Hotline. Right. Sorry to have a text line. You throw it up on the stream as well. Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter. <laughs> Nobody was thinking about that till you said that. Now we're <laughs> gonna get a bunch of that. Right. <laughs> no. Sometimes the text line isn't as immature as you would oh, give. Oh, they, they really are. No, they, they are. Really, they are absolutely. They're, they're really, they are, but they're sometimes. Waiting, they're probably waiting on a Wednesday to be like that, too. They but need to sometimes they don't think about that because uh, their brains aren't fully functioning yet. Uh, so, okay. But then you mention it, and they're like, oh, but now we have to. Now yeah. we have to. And I love all yeah. of them, but uh, still. Yeah. Since you'd open that door, I'm going to go ahead and kick it open. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so it's, the conversation started because Gronk makes his announcement of his second or third or fourth or fifth retirement. Whatever it is in that space. Um, and then immediately people want to define the legacy. Where is he all time? Uh, where is he all time? And he say, He's the greatest. I'm like, okay, listen. Yeah, it's careful in that conversation because he's one, he just, it's, he's one of the greatest. Um, the greatest is all subjective. It's all, you know, you, what you view as being the greatest or what my criteria is and what DPs is different. Mm-hmm. But he's definitely in the conversation, and he's and if and if and if if somebody came and said, "I think Gronk's the best of all time," I'd respect that because it's not like he's saying, you know, some dude that was a scrub. I mean, Gronk changed the game, and how, how, give give us why he changed the game. He how? changed the game of football, modern day football, because the tight end be, he, to this day, if you really want to be, exp- this is my opinion, okay. Mm-hmm. And I'm just talking from a defensive perspective and from watching football and knowing what I had to deal with and the hardest to scheme against. Mm -hmm. If you want to be explosive and dominant, Mm -hmm. get you a tight end that can be a matchup problem or have an offense that's creating problems in the middle of the field. Here's where Gronk took it to a whole next level. His ability to make hard catches and to be so dominant in the middle of the field consistently – 
throughout the season, game in and game out, and, and, and then also in the biggest moments, made it fashionable to go out and get the Kelseys, go out to get the um, Kittles and all those guys, right? Big tight end. But here's what also where Gronk takes it to a whole nother level, where I think he might separate himself from a lot of tight ends. He is, if not the most dominant in-line blocking tight end, he's definitely no lower than second. He absolutely murdered people at the line of scrimmage. I, I would, I would put him third. I'm, I'm gonna say that John Mackey was the greatest blocking tight end ever. Well, okay, but and then Dave Casper, who was an All-American left tackle at Notre Dame before yeah. he went to the league, and <laughs> then they went, oh, he can catch. Yeah, whoops. So I mean, with Gronk, he 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 was all around tight end. Um, so whereas like sometimes you get guys that are just one trick. Like a lot of the guys that are playing tight end right now, George Kittle's probably the the best inline blocker right now and he's not the biggest but he has the mentality of it and he likes enjoys and blocking but there's a lot of guys that are putting up numbers that don't like the block well i mean the two probably the two better tight ends in the league right now travis kelsey is probably just the best i mean he's he's good at all of it but he's probably the best at catching and running after the catch whereas like you said george kittle's probably the best blocking tight end. yeah and 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 he can and george kittle will go house call on you too so i mean it's it's all relative i mean you got i mean it's all based on I mean, Gronk obviously has won a, a ton of Super Bowls. Um, I think he his dominance really opened the eyes of everybody throughout the whole league that every team needs that guy. And when they're drafting tight ends, they're looking for a dominant type of tight tight end because they know what it can do. It's a matchup problem. And um, and these tight ends now. I mean, Gronk's six seven, two sixty, and he would he he score. He'll take it to the house for it. Don't look pretty. But he blow, he just no, running just through not. everybody. But then he gonna leave you when he when when he does it. So, um, I mean, when he, I was just talking, uh, uh, you know, during the break is like, when you talk about the greatest of all time and the guys that it, you know, you know, I start thinking about tight ends that get overlooked. You know, John Mackey is the Godfather. You think even like a Mike Ditka. You look at like a guy mm-hmm. like if you Google Steve Jordan that played for the Vikings. Mm-hmm. You look at his stats even to now are Hall of Fame worthy stats. Um, people talk about Antonio Gates. You talk about, and then look, Tony Gonzalez, Todd Christensen, Todd is the Christensen, guy that gets and all them. In those conversations, but you know, you you can start your list with Mackey, um, Gronkowski, Gronkowski, Ozzy Newsom, Kellen Winslow, Gonzalez, and definitely Shannon Sharp. People aren't talking about Shannon Sharp. Shannon Sharp destroyed people every single year. It was eight hundred plus, mm-hmm. eight hundred plus yards. Um. So I mean, there's plenty of a go around. Of course, it's the it's the go to every time a dominant and, player and, and, retires. And just for just for I mean, Shannon had 200 more catches than Gronk. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like I, not for nothing. I mean, look, Jason Witten had more catches. He has 400 more catches. Right. No, actually, he has 500 more catches. Uh, Tony Gonzalez, like to me, the prototype. If you ask me for the perfect tight end. Right, and there is no perfect tight end, but in in your mind, the person that's going to do the thing that you need for a tight end to do, all the things you need for a tight end to do, and I, I fall in line with that. Kellen Winslow was the most exceptional athlete playing tight end for his era. He was yeah, way before he was time. he was 
numbers, shoulder pads, and hat, helmet above everybody else. Yeah. Like, he, that's how much different he was and that he did it in Air Raid. And he did it, <laughs> right? Yeah. He did it in an era where the numbers weren't being put up. And I'm I'm a I'm a DC kid, so Jerry Smith is 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 a dude that when he retired from the game of football, I believe he was the number four all time leading receiver in NFL history, number yeah. four. Like and 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 two of the dudes he was playing with were ahead of him. Like it was Charlie Taylor, Bobby Mitchell, and Jerry Smith. And they for an under for a wide receiver from Arizona State who walked around at 212 pounds and was so physical in the blocking game that they changed the blocking rules and said no more crackback blocks because Jerry Smith is out here taking taking knees away. <laughs> <laughs> Those yeah. Like they're like, no, like he's a little dude. Well, let's get it. No. He's a Ozzie Newsom was a generational dude. Like he carried the position. Jackie Smith, unfortunately known for one play in his career, but you gotta understand that for the previous twelve years, Jackie Smith murdered the Cowboys. Like that's why they went and got him because yeah. Jackie Smith just crushed. I mean, there's people. plenty of tight ends, but I mean, when you're like Gronk and those guys are in a whole different level. Like to me, like tight ends, like you got to think like when Jason Witten, those guys are putting up them type of numbers. Like they didn't have anybody else, and they weren't. You know, they're just throwing it to him and overfeeding him, and and that's part of why even Jason Witten should be in the Hall of Fame. Gonzalez is. The texter but, asked but, this but question. Gronk I think that's a good question. Was dominating. Well, you guys were talking about receptions and how he has, you know, 200, 400 less receptions than all those other guys. He's third all-time in touchdowns with 92, hey, even the, with the, the very the, little Gronk, receptions. Listen here, homeboy. Because that's what he did. And yeah. he was destroying people. He was flat-out unstoppable at times. So the uh, texture, Bipolar asked us, who was the greatest tight end from when you were playing? And I guess I would change the oh, question. That would be, be uh, was it Gonzalez? It was sharp, Gates? sharp. Sharp. It's Sharp and Gonzalez, and then Gates is third. Yeah, I that was a it was a nice run. Sure. That was, was a nice run at tight ends during that. Yeah, I apologize. Yeah, I apologize, yeah, Jay so Foreman. Yeah, we, yeah, it wasn't fun. How was how was that? It was not fun. <laughs> and then they had you know Kent Dilger and then and Marcus Pollard, right? Who was with Peyton? You know, with Peyton Manning. I mean, it wasn't fun. Greg Olson. He uh, later after me. After me, yeah, yeah. but. Yeah, man, it was it was not fun. It was not fun at all. And, and you're right. Oh, yeah, shame on me, Jeremy Shockey. Yeah, that, he was during my so, time for that, too. For that six year run, Shockey was Jeremy Shockey was that dude. Yeah, was a problem. And I think in that John Mackey fold, Jackie Smith fold, Mike Ditka changed the way they play called for tight end. Yeah. And we know how tough he was, but to do that, uh, Denver fans rally Odoms. Like I remember yeah. that era of guys. Uh, who- I mean, you're, you're thinking. You're, I mean, you gotta think. Like I played against like Algy Crumpler was in there, B- big booty. Crumpler. Dallas Clark. Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. Having a versatile, high-quality piece of clothing feels great. But having a whole closet full of favorites feels even better. American Giant puts the quality, durability, and comfort they're famous for into everything you need for your spring days. From premium t-shirts and jeans 
to lightweight French terry joggers and their legendary best hoodie ever. Get 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com with code STAPLE20 at checkout. That's American-Giant.com, code S-T-A-P-L-E, 20. Yeah, Dallas Clark. Dallas Clark, listen here. I'm going I'm, to tell you. I'm going I'm to keep telling this, and, I, and people might get mad. Dallas Clark is the fastest white guy I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> I don't give a dang what nobody say. Homeboy is like, it looked like he grew up running on like county road, like DD-36 in Iowa, and he was racing like the deer that was going through the cornfield. He was gonna, I mean, Dallas Clark was for real. Algie Crumpler was, yeah, he, was for he, real. He was the booty. Yeah. It was funny. It was I like remember playing it, with Algie Crumpler on Madden. I was trading for Algie right. Crumpler. He was six two two sixty, and, and he had sixty pounds in his in his, in, his, in his buttocks. <laughs> I mean, that's all you. I used to mess with him too, man. I was like, he one time he ran and kind of ran like an eight yard out or whatever. I was like, I, I was like, dog, I'm right on you, man. But I can't get I can't get my right hand over it, you know, to get you, get you, man. You got all the backs up in there. He just started laughing. He's like, but he's like, you better just hope I don't get it, get ahead of you because I you ain't gonna catch me. Well, and 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 I love doing this to Cowboy fans to ask them who the best tight end for the Cowboys ever was because mm. it just they just turn on each other. Mm. They just turn yeah. on each other. It's like, wait a minute, because I still like I want to ask Cowboy fans. Like, I, it's my favorite thing to get a group of Cowboy fans together. And go, who's the best number eighty eight? Dang, dang. <laughs> well, the cowboy, it, 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 it'll, it'll let me know. It'll let me know if you're really a good cowboy fan. If you really, if you start talking about Tony Romo anywhere above being like the fourth or fifth best quarterback they've ever had, right? And then I asked him, I'm like, wait a minute, how can you be a cowboy fan and you didn't? You talk about tight ends, and you don't men- mention Dupree, you don't mention Billy Do- Billy Joe Dupree. Yeah. And they want to go Novacek. I'm like, I, I get what you, I get where you started, but is Novacek a Witten? No, but Witten, <laughs> Witten's probably their best, right? And to have that discussion, they go Novacek's next. But I'm like, he, but, they but, say you can catch a BB in a windstorm. But Jackie's Jackie's in the Hall of Fame, like, and they relied on Jackie to get to, to three Super Bowls. Yeah, no, I don't. I mean, it's it's. I mean, it's. I mean, you're thinking like the Mark Bavaros. You're thinking, I mean, there's just Bavaro. yeah, I mean, Ben Coates. I mean, people don't yeah. – Ben. I played against Ben Coates. No, no. You just, a, ben Coates is, was a problem. You just hit us right in the face. The Patriots. When I'm, I'm gonna go. I'll, I'll go. I'll go on that hill. Gronk's not even the best Patriots tight end of all time. How about that? Yeah. I How I, about I, Russ I Francis? You, Russ Francis. Yeah, you on a you on a hill by yourself. Gronk. Gronk. One of the no, best, no, no, no. One of the baddest. He dudes. was all world. Russ Francis right. was that was his nickname, and he carried. When you talk about changing the way dudes played it, all the stuff that Gronk's do with commercials and all that acting and all that stuff, Russ Francis was doing back in the day. He yeah. was doing that big time. Like right. he was in movies back in the day. Good looking. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. He, he was super in the mustache. And all that stuff. But hey, listen here, his man. His numbers. Hey. Oh. I ain't worried about the numbers. I know what I'm watching on Sundays. And homeboy Gronk was unstoppable. Go back there. and go back. Go back and watch him, Steve Francis. Six seven two sixty. Homeboy was was murking out on cats. Go back and look at some Steve. I mean, it's Francis. Just, look, it's, man. I give me, give me that dude. I mean, there's tons and tons to go around. I mean, you just got to at this point just celebrate Gronk's, I guess, retirement. You, you know what happened probably with Gronk? They probably like, man, we need a decision right now today. And he's like, if you're gonna make me make a decision right now, right today, I'm gonna go ahead and retire because he's probably on vacation somewhere. 
Okay, so would so you Russ be willing Francis to – would you, Go ahead. Russ Francis played from 75 to 88 mm-hmm. um, for New England, the 49ers, and then New England again for a mm-hmm. single year. Mm-hmm. Uh, 167 games, 393 receptions, 5,262 receiving yards, and 40 touchdowns. And Super remember the era. Remember yeah, the era. 75 to 88. Right? Remember the era. Yeah, you want and you you gotta think he was he, a sixteenth overall like, pick. And he had like out of Oregon. He had like Grogan and Easton throwing so I mean, yeah, you gotta give him respect. So but it's just I mean Look, I uh, three time pro bowler. Ask your dad about ask your dad. I know about, about Russ yeah, Francis. Like, I remember yeah. when the forty nineers <laughs> picked him up, it was a huge deal because it was like uh, you know, they got a tight end. I mean, you gotta think like uh was it Burt Jones or mm. uh that that was eighty four for the forty ers He was good. Brent Jones. Brent Jones. My bad. Um, oh no, no. But the the, the 49ers, You got to talk about Wesley Walls. Right. I was just about to say Wesley you Walls. Talk about Wesley uh, I mean, Walls. he played fifteen years and still ain't nobody can still co- cover him on a, a red zone seven cut oh, right now goodness. to this day. And so the, I mean, there's tons of really good tight. I mean, look the tight the tight ends never have been the sexy position up until now because of the who, the, who made who made playing tight end sexy. Well, I would like to say it was like Sharp and Gonzalez just because of the media attention. Um, but it, it was Kellen and Francis. It was not Kellen necessarily Winslow. because Kellen it, Winslow walking off the field. Right, but that's not sexy though, because the sexy position was wide receivers, running backs, and even when Sharp and, and those guys were doing, you had the Randy Mosses and the the Tory Holtz and the Isaac, all those guys that were dominating on the outside. What I mean by se- sexy position to where from the NFL on down, it's a huge get to have a dominant tight end. Sexy position to where – you know what the tight end position is? A bunch of small forwards mm-hmm. that can't no longer dominate inside underneath the hoop. Facts. That are out there and say, you know what, if I'm 240 pounds, the same way maybe go from 220 playing basketball, 25 playing basketball, 240, and I can use my God-given ability and I can go out there and dominate on the football field because you're not having to be as physical. Yeah. And that's what you have a bunch of – I mean, you think about that uh, uh, Whaler at, at uh, the Raiders. I yeah. mean, that dude's a problem. Hmm. Um, not a lot of his stuff was off the field, but I would say Shannon Sharp, Gonzalez, really, really kind of made it fashionable. I think the dominance of Gronk along with everybody else, and then you start getting the Kelsey's, and then you had the – the offensive coordinators, whether it's Andy Reid, whether it was McDaniels or Belichick or whoever else, decided, you know what, these guys are actually unstoppable. We're actually going to feature these guys. Because up until that time, they were just always trying to feature the number one receiver you know, outside. But when you can destroy a team in the middle of the field, mm-hmm. it makes it easier to I'm throw an st- outside. I'm still going to say that Jerry Smith dominated his area, era of pass catching more than any tight end in history. He was the number three receiver in NFL history when he retired. Stop tripping. <laughs> Stop tripping. Jerry Smith's numbers. I think he had 67 TD catches when he retired in the 70s. Yeah, it's hard because <laughs> it's pretty nice for the numbers and stuff. The and they, you know, they played only like 12 games. And, you know, heck, it's a little different. Like, even like, like, even like with, you know, my dad, you know, they only played like 14 games. They started playing 12, then to 14. These guys are playing sixteen games. I mean, it's in the Your dad ga- played with Stu Voigt. And the game is <laughs> the game is way different. Yeah. So it's it's all sub, you know it's all kind of relative when they played. But it's all getting aired out now. But now it's like if you can't have I wouldn't say can't, but you can't have a dominant, consistent offense if you don't 
have a threat in the middle of the field. You, Jake's not here, but even like what Mike Gesecki or whatever Gesecki from Penn State down there. You, I mean, you need to have a guy that's a threat. You, if you don't, it doesn't matter. If you don't, even like Andrews at Baltimore, right, mm-hmm. or Knox at Buffalo, or obviously, right, or Kelsey, or. You know, O.J. Howard is in Buffalo now, but he was. But before that, he was supposed to be the guy in Tampa mm-hmm. or any team. If you don't have a, because it's a safety net for for a young and upcoming quarterback. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got to think of uh, Cleveland. Um, they got the tight end that was a, from Miami first David round Njoku. pick, and Joku, right where he just got paid, and he's kind of he hasn't came into his own. So if you don't have a guy that's the real deal. You're in this mission. Even the Cowboys, their guy, he's he's holding out. He had a great year last year. He's mm-hmm. Dak's, you know, yep. safety net. So you only can make so much hay thrown on the outside. You got to have something in the middle. And what made Kansas City's offense, I felt, at times unstoppable when they were used right, along when they were really running the running the ball, you know, effectively, physically, is where you had actually two guys that really would destroy you in the middle of the field, which was Kelsey and Tyreek Hill. And if you focused on one, you get the other. Unfortunately for Buffalo, they forgot to cover, um, you know, one of them. You know, double coverage is the only two that are going to hurt you. But ultimately, you got to get to the point to where you have one of those guys. Whether it's Cincinnati, they have a pretty good tight end. I mean, everybody does. Mm-hmm. You know, um, Rams, you know, and, and and they have one even though he got hurt, but he's coming back. I mean, every every team that has a good offense or dominant offense has one. You need I, one. I, I just think – as, as we talk about it, it's evolved over time. The fact that numbers were put up in, time, in eras where it wasn't it, it wasn't, wasn't popular, chic, right. it wasn't the thing to do, and Washington was one of the first. I mean, him, Jurgensen and Smith was yeah. was the thing, and I I think it highlights Unitas to Mackey right. where they start sending Mackey down the seam. Defenses didn't know how to defend, and it. they still don't. Like they didn't. They know, know how to they know it. how to, but you can't. Gronkowski Who, walks was in it, here. Was it Rich? Was it Rich? Was it Rich Chester that played with the Jets when they had Namath? I don't know. Caster, Caster, and like he was the first tight end I saw that wore like white cleats, and it looked different watching this big two hundred and fifty pound dude right. running behind linebackers. The linebackers were like you see Butkus chasing this dude, and you're going, "That's unfair." It's the first time you thought. Oh, if you you got to turn those dudes into pass coverage. Yeah, guys. the linebackers aren't fast enough, and the yeah. corners aren't big enough. Yeah, the linebackers but, aren't could be fast enough. They're not big enough because yeah. these guys are again small forwards. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got to think Antonio Gates and Gonzalez, two former basketball players, six four, six four and six six, six right? Six, yeah, and they're boxing you out. Jimmy like, Graham, former basketball right. player, also on the list of guys on the list, dominant right, we'll, for the you know we'll, that time. We'll 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 post it there. We'll come back. Hey Jay, since we're talking tight ends and. Uh, shout out to, to Bipolar for that. Who's the greatest tight end in Nebraska history? We'll get that one. Come back. <laughs> You're listening to Old School with DP and J. Download the mobile app and listen wherever you are on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.